Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Steve Reeves Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. The Super Bowl. Uh, and as we get closer to it, I'll be less allowed to say those words for really, really, really uh, silly reasons. Because we all know what we're talking about when we say the big game. The big game 57 uh, now has the match locked in. Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. And in the one part about this big annual event that makes no sense to me, um, I'm sure there is absolutely good reason for it. But they're not in either Pennsylvania or Kansas. No, they're in Arizona for the uh, the actual game at the State Farm Stadium where the Cardinals play. Uh, tickets uh, are already hitting. The resale tickets, like huge peaks, hitting numbers like $7,500 U.S. just to go and check it out. Still a ways to go to compete with a, a Bruce Springsteen concert ticket, though, I suppose. February 12th, it's coming. Time for some music news headlines. Paul McCartney, he almost got run over. Not that funny, really, but uh, it is amusing, as it was because he was trying to recreate the iconic Abbey Road Beatles album cover, where the poor members are, of course, walking across the road on the crosswalk with the no shoes and everything, Uh, and it was all for a documentary, so there is a documentary being produced about the album called If These Walls Could Talk, and a clip has now gone onto the internet from Abbey Road Studios saying, close call for Paul McCartney. (laughs) It's not that close, but still, you can see him thinking maybe this wasn't such a great idea. My theory is that it was just a local who's been tired of decades of people trying to recreate that album cover themselves, not realizing it was one of the OG. And yes, the band Yes has actually just sold their rights. The Atlantic Music Catalog uh, has gone now to Warner Music Group. Uh, The entire uh, family did come together, worked enthusiastically with Warner Music Group to secure the historic deal is the official statement. But uh, that makes up basically 12 studio albums as well as a whole pile of live recordings and compilations now owned by Warner. Well, I was waiting for the heartbreak. I mean, we heard about Zellers coming back, not exactly, but still, like a permanent brick and mortary residence inside Hudson's Bay Company stores, where those exist. You know, select ones. I believe one of them down in Edmonton, one in Calgary, so a couple in our province. But the big question people had in droves. The the restaurant, is that coming back? Are we going to be able to get the restaurant? They say, well, no. And then the spaces that they designated for the actual, you know, uh, Zeller's shopping to exist, can't really put in a diner. Uh, but also, yes, it is coming back. On Friday, they did confirm. Sort of. Check your excitement because the, the essence of the skillet or the Zeller's family restaurant, depending on where you came from, is being distilled into temporary food trucks as kind of like a stunt to help you know, make this a big, big deal and make people like myself right now talk about it. Um, and I know, I know that we're not going to see one of these food trucks rolling up Highway 63 anytime soon. But as long as they're still serving enough onion rings to kill a small elephant and charging only $5.99 for it, you know what? I'm still happy. Tuesday. Kid playing hide-and-seek in a shipping container out there in the world ends up getting 
shipped. I mean, yeah, you kind of see it coming, right? When you set it up like that. But unfortunately, yeah, this teenager uh, out of India, he was playing with some friends and found a real good hiding spot. Like, that's one of the good ones, because nobody found him. Uh, and he fell asleep, and then... Yeah, they shipped him to Malaysia. Accidentally, of course, he was found uh, almost a week later. He was exhausted, had a fever. He's been taken care of. He's, you know, been uh, been actually given everything he needs since. But uh, they're looking for a way to get him back home immediately once he is well enough, right? Parents probably freaking out. Ah, ever have your kids go missing like that? Just out of an innocent game of hide and seek? I remember one time when I was a kid on a road trip with my family, wasn't really playing a game with other people, more like I found the one arcade game tucked into a tiny back corner at some gas stop and my mom couldn't find me for like an hour thought I was taken by somebody thought I had been abducted so you know it happens it totally happens regardless it's my new go-to F around and find out style posturing threat you know like yeah yeah well you want to play hide and seek around shipping containers you might just get shipped son there's a new SUV on the block and it's gonna destroy yours in a heartbeat it has the power it has the armor. It's like something out of a video game, for sure. Uh, like a like a warthog of Halo, uh, you know, uh, fame. In a way, you know, if you glance at it, you might be a little bit confused as to whether this is a real vehicle or something from a sci-fi. And it's for suburban warfare. At least it's built to handle suburban warfare. It's called the Vengeance, available from Resvani for three hundred thousand dollars. And it's got, like, a crazy, crazy arsenal, including pepper spray cannons, uh, ready to go to the grocery store and wage war, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I, I would be surprised to see anybody on the block driving one of these things just with the price tag alone. But also, like, do you, do you need it? Are you needing it? I've got big questions if you feel like you do. And again, it's called The Vengeance. It's an SUV, as in... I need to speak to the manager with a vengeance. That's the vibe I'm getting. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. I'm feeling the pain right now. I am. I'm feeling the pain. If you didn't know about this, the Mindbender roller coaster is no more. A fixture at Galaxyland down in Edmonton. Uh, now Galaxyland powered by Hasbro, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's changed in there if you haven't been around in a while. Uh, the Mindbender <clears throat> was operating for 37 years. That's older than I am. <laughs> you know, not by a ton, but that's older than me. And now it's closed just to make you upset that the world keeps changing. That's right. That's right. Personally, I'm incensed that the new operators of an aging theme park built into a mall wouldn't take my concerns into account when making decisions to close down rides that I've ridden like literally twice in the last 37 years of operation. Unbelievable. How rude. There's probably going to be some cool stuff that goes in there after the fact, but you'll have to wait for it. Nobody wants to do that. In the meantime, just watch a video of the Mindbender back in the 80s on YouTube. There's tons of them. Elton John, he's almost done with his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, the last tour he is going to do, and it just kept getting extended, which probably helps that it is now, uh, it helps the fact that it has now become the highest grossing tour ever. 
of all time. $817.9 million raised so far, with figures according to uh, Billboard and their calculations. That has beaten out Ed Sheeran, who, with the Divide Tour, made $776 million and is making a ton of young pop stars incredibly jealous right now. (laughs) There's also a brand new song that has been sort of unearthed. I haven't been able to find a copy of it on the internet, but I'm sure it might just be a matter of time. But Paul McCartney with Jeff Beck recorded in 1994 and uh, is a bit of an environmentalist track. Starts off with Beck saying, why are they cutting down the rainforest? Uh, And parts of the expressions that were recorded in that track did end up kind of being a part of other projects, but it was since the passing of Jeff Beck on January 10th that McCartney and his team were able to look through the archives and dig up this uh, never-before-heard song. I still haven't heard it yet, though. So hopefully we can find it. And finally, there has been somebody cast as Michael Jackson for an upcoming biopic, and it happens to be uh, Jackson. In fact, his nephew Jafar is being tasked for the role, and it is in fact his first acting credit ever. So we'll see how those acting as well as dancing and singing chops hold up. Wednesday. Everybody's freaked out about AI, right? Everybody's worried that AI's taking jobs and scaring artists and musicians and writers alike. Now you're hearing things like BuzzFeed is going to be turning to AI to write their stories. I mean, I couldn't tell the difference with them anyway. We don't need to dig on them. There is this service that you can use to get AI to write things for you. It's called like a chat, and it just gives you responses. It can generate all kinds of things. It can even do coding. But we're using it for nefarious purposes to find out if AI is going to be taking jobs, a.k.a. my job right here on the radio. So I asked this service to write an on-air radio break all about the start of February, and I'll read it verbatim. Hello, Cruise FM listeners. It's Steve Reeve here coming to you live from 100.5. Actually, I kind of like that. Uh, Can you believe it? It's already February, the start of a new month and a new chance to make some unforgettable memories. So let's make the most of it, whether you're a fan of Valentine's Day or just love the extra day in a leap year. Yeah, not so much in 2023. Sorry, guys. Uh, February has something for everyone. So grab your calendar, set some goals, and make the most of this February. Make it the best one ever. You're listening to 100.5 Cruise FM, where every day is a good day to rock. All right. I think my job is still safe. Sad news if people were really, really planning, excited to go see Ozzy Osbourne once again. But he has actually just made an announcement as of this morning. And uh, while there are some swears in there, I can read you some of it. He says, this is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my loyal fans. As you may all know, four years ago this month, I had a major accident where I damaged my spine. My one and only purpose during this time has been to get back on stage. My singing voice is fine. However, after three operations, stem cell treatments, endless physical therapy sessions, and most recently groundbreaking cybernics treatment, my body is still physically weak. He says he's honestly humbled by the way that we've all patiently held on to tickets for all this time, but in good conscience, he now has to come to the realization that he's not physically capable of fulfilling the European-UK tour dates and could not deal with the travel that's required. So he does say he apologizes. He wants to thank family, friend, crew, friends, uh, fans, of course, the dedicated, the, the supporters. 
and uh, tickets are going to be refunded. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the inductees, well, at least some of the potentials have been named. Some nominations for induction include Joy Division, New Order, uh, Sheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine is in there, George Michael posthumously, uh, Soundgarden, and a whole lot more. We also see members of the, the White Stripes, Kate Bush. I mean, she had a big 2022, thanks to Stranger Things, that is absolutely for sure. As well as one of my all-time favorites, Iron Maiden is in there. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Tom Brady has announced his retirement, and I've never heard of something so crazy. Never before have I ever considered it to be a possibility, except for when it already happened. Right? He was retiring Again, seven Super Bowl wins under his belts. Now playing for the Buccaneers. The quarterback went on to social media and this very morning posted this. Here's a clip. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So uh, I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So <laughs> so I, I guess we're not getting another one. But, uh, you know, he has a few more words to say, and I'm sure there will be more official statements to come. But this is the news. This is the news this morning. I feel like maybe the people that he works with, you know, that he employs, his entourage are probably going, wait, what? Tom, what? Call me. Call me now. We need to figure this out. But let's unpack it just a tiny bit, right? Because it is true. This happened last year. And he lasted 40 days, 4-0, just over a month before he unretired and came back to the game. And there's a lot to talk about with his personal life and his marriage and all that that kind of goes into it. But speaking just in the terms of sports, this wasn't expected at all. And why? Because at the end of last year, right at the end of December, people were figuring out that he had played exactly half of his life in the NFL like he had reached 800 or sorry 8292 days except for of course those 40 last year i guess i guess but he said that retirement was the furthest thing from his mind when people figured that out and now just over a month later it's the only thing on his mind we got to give a big shout out out there this is a really cool thing that's happened Bradley Bartlett of the Northwest Territories team. Now, uh, Devin Hero from CBC. Uh, CBC Sports has been covering the Arctic Winter Games. Very big event right in our backyard. It's been so cool. And this is a little piece of a story that he put out just yesterday. So brand new chest protector, elbow pads. There was uh, there was lots of people in the background trying to help me out with gear and stuff. There's a few options of trying to recruit some gear from other players. Nice gentleman, Terry, came over to me. He told me he owned the Oil Bearings Arena and stuff. And he had some gear for me down there you know within 20 minutes i would say uh from the time the phone call went out terry from the oil barons was here brought bradley up and had him fully equipped and back at the rink in an hour i said well let's go to the skate shop we'll give a pair of skates went over got them gave to him and i said now we'll go up to my building and i said we'll sit up with here so we just heard from uh, Bradley himself, the uh, player for the team Northwest Territories, as well as the coach, and then Mr. Connors, who's heavily involved in mob hockey, of course, and with the actual arena, uh, was just so kind and hooked this kid up, and that led to the very first goal of that game, 
Bradley got an assist on the play. And it's just so awesome to see the hockey community and more than that, the Wood Buffalo community coming together as, you know, we know they, they can. We've seen it many times before, but it's always a surprise. It's never an expectation. It always warms the heart. So, I mean, congrats on the, uh, the achievement during the game. Bradley Bartlett, thank you so much to Terry Connors, everybody that helped him make it possible as well for hooking Bradley up. This is so cool. Thursday. It's about rivalry this month, okay? Yeah, romance too. We know that. But also rivalry because the big game is coming. Um, so what day do you have on the Tom Brady unretires again pool? I'm, I'm very curious after that retirement announcement. Uh, you know, there's more to bet on this month than just uh, Eagles or Chiefs is what I'm saying. Or if Frank is going to be bringing his weird pre-made nachos over to watch the game again. The cheese and the dips make the chips soggy, Frank. They have to go on after. And I know that that taco meat isn't beef. So so what is it? Or do I even want to know? Peter Hook of uh, New Order fame saying that they've gotten a nomination into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it could be an olive branch after a big uh, falling out. <laughs> so uh, Hook and the New Order bandmates, uh, you know, kind of had a, a rough patch there. Uh, Joy Division, New Order, kind of, uh, you know, similar, uh, similar stock, similar fabric that they were both cut from. But it says that this uh, joint nomination could be an olive branch that uh, helps with the estrangement between the bandmates. No word from the other members about how they're feeling about it, but, you know, hope is in the air. As well, speaking of awards and, and accolades, the Junos, which are going to be coming up in Edmonton next month, uh, are actually defending a nomination for the band Arcade Fire. There are allegations against a member, Butler, and they are saying that they are honoring the rest of the band. In fact, uh, going on to clarify, we hope the allegations against Butler will not detract from the achievements of the other group members, which I think is fair. In addition to that, Vanilla Ice is in the news, not because of his music, but because of a connection to Madonna. In fact, the marriage proposal from the 1990s was kind of infamous. They did stay, date for a very short period of time, amongst other high-profile people in each of their lives. But apparently, it was her asking for his hand in marriage, though nearly a decade older than him at the time, and I have to imagine still is, uh, but uh, she said it was way too fast. Uh, he said, rather, it was way too much, way too soon, too fast, and that was kind of the end of that connection. <laughs> and if it wasn't going to last more than, I don't know, a few months, half a year, probably uh, best. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. The Groundhog Grumble has come to an end, and we have our winner, as if it's a shock to anybody, but the most famous prognosticating rodent of them all, Punxsutawney Phil, right out of Gobbler's Knob, again, I can barely say that with a straight face, uh, is the winner, is the winner this year, and uh, we'll have to revisit next year. A big reminder about all of the different uh, prognostications, predictions. Shubanakity Sam out of Nova Scotia says, yeah, Shadow, same with Lucy the Lobster from Nova Scotia, which is just too cool, too precious. Um, unfortunately, Fred Lamarmet in Quebec died just before being able to give a prediction and I thought at first it was a mascot replacing this year as there was pre one present no it was a stuffed animal a stuffy that saw the shadow so that means long winter uh, Pugstani Phil long winter Wyrton Willie shorts 
Same with Staten Island Chuck. Buckeye Chuck said a shadow. General Beauregard Lee out of Georgia said no shadow. The golf club cover of Manitoba Merv said yes, a long winter. But right here at home in Alberta, Balzac Billy came through with a no shadow prediction of a uh, early spring. Let's let's hear it for Balzac Billy. Friday. There's a pile of these Super Bowl commercials out now for you to watch already, you know? Uh, Dave Grohl is slinging Crown Royal. Uh, Ozzy is living the office life for Workday. Ant-Man has a Heineken tie-in for some reason. Uh, Then there are these movie sequels in ads that we get nowadays, like Alicia Silverstone becoming Cher from Clueless again. Uh, Stallone is doing some cliffhangering. Walt and Jesse from Breaking Bad are back. But, you know, this... Does anyone else think that it kind of ruins the point of Super Bowl ads when they are available weeks ahead of the Super Bowl? Like, you've already got roundups. Here's all of the must-see ads that are going to be out during the Super Bowl. And I'm like, but they're, but they're out now. What, what, am I missing something? You know, like, these roundups, absolutely. Monday morning, right after the game, for sure. Two weeks beforehand? just seems to make no sense to me but then again maybe i'm the odd one out gary glitter is no longer in jail right now you might have uh, remembered that back in 2015 uh, his real name paul gad was uh, jailed for 16 years after being uh, sentenced uh, after being charged with crimes surrounding abusing girls now you might notice it's Not quite a full 16 years done yet, right? Apparently he's done half of his term at the age of 79 as now uh, free, however, not without uh, monitoring. He has a license and conditions and will be closely monitored by police and probation services and may be recalled to jail if he breaches any of these strict licenses. However, no longer is he officially incarcerated, which... Doesn't feel so great. Judas Priest are reacting to the news we dropped yesterday. Ozzy Osbourne said that he is no longer going to be able to fulfill his UK and Europe tour dates, nor will he be touring again, uh, citing a, an injury, a spine injury from four years ago that he's been working on since. New music will be coming, but the tour will not. And Judas Priest put out a statement saying they have love and support for Ozzy and thanks all the fans, and they are now just looking at feasible opportunities to be able to see each other again, and they'll let people know. Super Bowl tickets are getting up to the over $10,000 range. Oh my goodness. Not that much of a shock because this kind of does happen yearly. In fact, the average for the resale of tickets for this uh, big, big game this year, a little lower than last year for some reason. Not quite sure. That could change. We still got like a week. But um, there's like still like some 2,500 tickets uh, in the secondary market still up for grabs. So uh, there's a possibility. But the top ticket price, the very top one, reaching almost $40,000. That's a lot. It is a fun watch for me, but it's not thousands of dollars fun. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction. Like, I'm like, that's a good milkshake, but it's not $5 good. And listen, that movie came out 20 years ago. Inflation sucks, okay? The point remains, I think I'd rather spend the money on, like, an unforgettable trip to somewhere with a sports bar in the lobby so that I can still watch the Super Bowl, right? Right? Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.